this is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Now that we've decided Oprah will be the next president, the floodgates are open for celebrity political campaigns. We would like to announce that our man, Raga, is throwing his hat in the ring to be the next governor of New York. He will be running as a one-issue candidate. And that issue? To make sure I'm the official state bird of New York. Don't question it. And now, here is the Metal Injection live cast. Vote Raba! You got my vote. I'd be a two-issue candidate. I'd do the shrimp and the pot legalization. Is shrimp illegal anywhere? Besides the Hasidic community? Not shrimp shrimp and pot legalization. I would make shrimp the national... uh, What was it? What if you make pot is legal, but only if you smoke it through a shrimp? That's disgusting. (laughs) That's disgusting. I don't believe you. The shrimp? What if we got like a uh, bong water infused with shrimp? Would you smoke that? <laughs> Ew. That's even more disgusting. Really? You wouldn't like that? Actually, it's not like, I don't want yeah, bong water. But it'll make your weed taste like shrimp. Wouldn't you like that? No. What if your pipe was shrimp shaped? I only want my shrimp to taste like shrimp. What about ribs? Would you do like like shrimp flavored uh, ribs? No. Honey flavored barbecue bong water. Would you do that? No, I don't want because I don't. I wouldn't want to associate the honey barbecue smells with the the bong water. Bong water is not a pleasant smell. I'm because, just, but if it's honey barbecue, then it becomes a pleasant smell. That's the point. No, it will always be an unpleasant smell. So the honey barbecue oh. will just slightly mask the you're unpleasantness. Too pe- you're too pessimistic. And then when I have honey barbecue sauce outside of a bong context, it will just bring my mind back to the bong water flavor and it will turn me off to the Why whole thing. Why can't you be mentally stronger than that, Rob? Because I'm weak. That's true. Like uh, It's not that you're weak. I wasn't saying that. But that uh, like smells are the, are the biggest sense that brings you back to something, I think. Yeah. So I, knew, I had no idea you were so virulently anti-bong water. I am I'm very pro bong water. Smell a bong is is my preferred method. Oh but, really? I didn't know. Uh, but uh, the water stinks. I like if I'm dumping the bong water, gotta gotta rinse that sink for a few minutes just to make sure. But that's but that's no after lingering. it's. But isn't that after it's consumed? Like you don't smell it while it's in the thing. The point. Is, oh yeah, no, you don't. You right, don't. So you'll taste all this delicious shrimp and rib taste while you're smoking. Yeah, I feel like it's something I would want. To be independent of the have one of your metal water. injection interns just dump out the bong water for you. Yeah. That's all. I don't. I the barbecue bong water. Yes, <laughs> you don't have to deal with the smell. Right. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Yeah, just try it. What do you lose? Do it. I'm convinced. Uh, if you want to apply to be a metal injection intern, give us a call six four six nine two nine one three five seven. No wait. That's not. That's not our number anymore. <laughs> wow, how did you remember that? Yeah, that's it's weird. just it's just in my like <laughs> It's in your long-term memory and you just remembered it cuz your short-term memory. I was <laughs> I will t- exactly. I was like coasting on the plug cuz mm-hmm. I was trying to uh, uh, get something queued up and then I'm like, "Wait a minute. <laughs> the number is actually 213 213- Nine four three three six eight eight two one three wide nut. Later on in the show, we're gonna have two members of Rivers of Nile, brutal death metal band, yeah. sitting in, getting some exclusive, exclusive. Can we get the the breaking news uh, thing? <laughs> uh, we're gonna get some exclusive info on their brand new album. They don't. They haven't even announced the title yet. 
We're going to be playing a snippet of music wow. on the show. Do we get it's going to be huge? What's that? Do we get to name the album? The album is already named. But if it hasn't been Breaking announced yet, news, they can still change it. Rivers of Nile to announce their album later on in this show. Wait. Wait. But is that, first, is that farts. <laughs> is that Me? confirmed, yeah. Rob? Well, I don't Did know if they're going to announce the album title. But we're hoping to like sweeten them up. We're definitely going to get comfortable we, enough that we can extract that from them. We're going to get the first. We're going to get the first uh, taste of new music heard anywhere, world exclusive. And we get to name a new album, which is, I think, really cool of them to let us do that. <laughs> that was nice of them. Sure, so yeah. keep thinking that. And uh, it's going to be called Shlomo Dick Fart. <laughs> so they may want to rethink that. I don't know. It works for us. <laughs> Can you imagine if they put out an album called Shlomo Choina? <laughs> Bands have had weirder album titles than that. But then the album cover would have to be that photo we posted the other day of the the little clown kid sitting in a room full of rabbis. Oh, we were having such a lively discussion about that right before the show started. We actually sang a song about it. Well, yes, photo. Uh, I would like to introduce everyone, of course. To my left, I have my delicate Darren Delgado. Very fancy of you. And then uh, I have Supervisor Sydney. All right. Wow, I'll good take one. It. I like it. And then uh, non-issue Noah. Oh. <laughs> what? That was the first thing I could That think. makes me what's seem the least interesting. What's an N, a position that starts with an N? I couldn't Nolo. Oh. <laughs> Nav- navigator? Oh, I like navigator. The navigator. Noah is the navigator of the live Navigatrix. Navigatrix. No, let's keep navigatrix. it. Let's keep yes, it a- oh, that's a good one. Navigatrix. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sure. No, no, Navigatrix. Maybe that's your that's your wrestling name. I was going to say yes. Maybe that's my wrestler name. And then, uh, are you? Are, would you come out like, you know, With all pleather, but like a like pleather, a pleather sailor, <laughs> part oh, dominatrix? I mean, a part. navigator doesn't have to be a sailor, does it? But the the tricks, the dominatrix suffix, navigatrix. Right, but it could like. So you're going to take more of the navi- navigator. Can I be mm. a truck driver? You could be whatever you want. This is your character. Okay. Sounds like you don't have a good grasp on it, though. Yeah. We'll we'll workshop yeah. it. <laughs> Two one three wide net. If you got tips for Noah on what her character should be like, I mean, she you like all this like kind of foreign like Scandinavian music, right? What about Nordic? Nordic Noah. Oh, yeah. You got the blonde hair. Yeah, I'm you like super blonde now. Nordic Norwegian Noah. Yeah, but that's false though, because I'm not Norwegian. Nightwish Noah. <laughs> Nordic uh, Nagelfar Noah <laughs> Nurgle Noah Nurgle Noah Nurgle Noah Nurgle Noah Nurgle Noah Very good Rob just save those for the weeks to come you have a you have a full list of n words Oh <laughs> there's one n word that is definitely not on my no. list What is it Nefarious I don't no. like that word You've used it. <laughs> Well, that's why it's off the list now. Oh, fair enough. Uh, well, <laughs> so we have Rivers of Nile coming up. Uh, we got a ton of stuff. So we're going to talk to them about some metal news. I'm excited to get their takes on certain certain things, certain stories that happen in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to talk about uh, the big news of the week. Yeah, uh, lots of it. Well, there's a lot of big yeah. news, but the, the biggest story I feel is that the... Rape and kidnapping charges against decapitated 
have been dismissed. Yeah, take oh. that, Rob. You're so convinced they were guilty. Yeah, Rob. Wait, right I, out of the I, box. That's not true. Well, Hold on. There's more to the story. You know, you should read past the headline. <laughs> and also, I'm kidding. It was me that was completely convinced you were sort of <laughs> taking a 50-50 approach. Yeah, I don't, I'm not convinced they did it or they didn't do it. And, ju- and I wanted to talk about this because people saw the headline and, you know, the news was uh, developing throughout the day. Uh, once the charges got dropped. And so what happened was the charges got dismissed without prejudice, uh, which means that, you know, the case isn't closed. If there happens to be new evidence or something, the they could be prosecuted again. Bam, de- decapitated. And the motion cites the well-being of the victim and in the interest of justice as the reason for the dismissal. Hmm. And, uh, you know, basically what it is, is that the person who made the claims, she wasn't willing to testify. And the, because she, she probably knew she would get like hate from all the fans and it would make her life even worse. Exactly. Well, I mean, sure. That, and if you uh, notice, that statement calls still calls her the victim, not the accuser. So they're guilty. Uh, well, I mean, it's. It's from the the uh, perspective of the prosecutor. But though. even still, if he's dropping the charges, but still referring to it as a victim, that's well. That so that's the thing. There's meaning behind that. You know, for the the meninists <laughs> of the internet, yeah. this was like immediately like free reign to slut shame, and I saw a lot of like, where are the SJWs now? Claiming to blah blah blah. You know, why are they so silent now that this? Bitch has been proven a liar. And it's like, slow your roll, buddy. Nobody, I mean, that's a very extreme take, but I've seen even worse takes than that. Uh, Nobody has been deemed innocent by any legal body. And and again, I'm not saying that decapitated this. I'm just, uh, I want to put it out there that legally, there has been no decision if they did or did not do this. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, there has been uh, the the defense lawyer has said that her story is shoddy, that even the first police officer who took the report said it didn't seem believable, but also like, who's he to say? Yeah. Uh, but the other side of it is, though, that like what you said, that the reason that the charges got dismissed is she just didn't want to deal with being slut shamed. And, and clearly this is a very big case. So she would have been in the public eye. There would have been, you know, photos of her that got out or, or something that got out about. And she just didn't want to. Yeah. And look, if she look, let's going under the assumption that she was actually raped, mm-hmm. you know, you would want to move. You wouldn't want to deal with that shit, right? Yeah. Right, and, and so many of these, and this is a very common occurrence when rape charges are brought forth that the victim does not want to testify, yeah. and, and the charges are dropped because their house might burn down, like Roy Moore's yeah. uh, a victim. Yeah, and again, look, uh, there's certainly evidence to, to to show that maybe she was lying. We just don't know. Right. So to take the, the point I'm trying to make here is to take a a stance one way or the other mm-hmm. would be incorrect. Would be... I, I, I agree with you, but I also think the fact that I think a lot of these people like just are waiting, waiting for something to let the dam burst so that, that they, go, they can go, fucking SGWs, yep. man, fucking SGWC. Like they're just waiting for any, any yeah. tidbit of news. Agreed. So that's that's what really irks me about this. Not not that even not that they're necessarily wrong in this instance, 
but like the outrage just has to burst through the wall at any given moment and it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy because they harass the victim online to the point that the victim right. doesn't want to proceed with the trial and then they claim that as a victory as if <laughs> it's anything besides them forcing that on justice yeah, it's just ugh. The worst. Uh, we got a call from Eggers. Oh. Eggers, do you have a point of view on this decapitated conversation? Hey, can you hear me? Yes. We can oh, hear Eggers. You. Oh, wow. Hey, it's been a while since I called in, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for calling. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I wasn't going to call in to talk about that, but actually, um, I was at the show, like, uh, not where this instance had happened but uh like i believe it was uh, utah and they were arrested the day afterwards uh-huh. it was uh, it's been sort of weird um following this whole thing and i bought a shirt from that tour because i'm a fan of decapitated and i haven't worn it since because i don't know for some reason it feels like it's almost something that would um it feels you know, weird to endorse them at the moment yeah. You're saying. Right. yeah it would be weird to endorse them at the moment it would almost seem like that like you're endorsing the, uh, the the rape incident. Yeah, or I'm like challenging it just in concept. Yeah. Right, right. That's completely uh, reasonable. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think mm-hmm. that's an irrational thing. And, I had a Louis C.K. poster in my living room. I took it down. I didn't throw it out, but I did take it down. <laughs> At can, the behest of your wife? or bef- We sort of mutually thought, mm-hmm. yeah, we should probably. Can you uh, say? Can you watch his specials and laugh at them now, or is it a problem? Well, for I you? don't. I haven't rewatched one of his specials in a while. Or anything, so. the show, anything. If he put out new stuff, I would watch it. But yeah, I don't know that I'm necessarily going to yeah. like run to go back into the archives anytime oh, I'd, soon. I'd really love to see him do a show now. I oh yeah, see what he, has he to will say. eventually, and it will yeah. be very interesting. I agree. It's going to be a few years. Yeah, I'm sure I actually it'll be very think successful. that there may be a thing about that where, uh, especially how that. Louis C.K. has so many jokes about masturbating. I think oh. it would just may be uncomfortable when, yeah. like, not to take a side on Decapitated. I don't necessarily, like, unlike other death metal bands, they don't necessarily have, like, music that, like, rape is a fronted theme of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they do it in real life. They don't need to sing about yeah, it. Yeah, they do it in real life, Come so they on. don't need to do it. They have to but, live out fantasies. We don't know this. This hasn't been proven. <laughs> but Louis but, was uh, jerking off in real life in yeah. front of women, and he still yeah, joked about true. it. But he's well, that's because he couldn't jack off in front of an audience. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Maybe that's and the he next just phase like, And also, he was just so into every facet of jacking off in front of women, without women in the in the room, on the phone, on the phone, you know, via video conference. I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe the next step would have been uh, in front of the audience if he had never. Yeah, had you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's his comeback special. That was his yeah. next special. <laughs> Cum comeback. But anyway, Louis C.K. had a problem with relaxing too oh. much. Oh. I, I could relate. I, I had a problem with it too. I you could relate. Did you have a problem? I mean, you with masturbating, you relaxing you too, in front of like women who didn't <laughs> no, want to watch. No, no, I never harassed it. I never uh, masturbated in of front problem. of anybody without their consent. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Other than on Chatterbait. What? <laughs> well, anyway, Eggers, why did you call in today? What would you like to talk about? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just decided to call in after a long time. I oh. think Lick it. Okay, so I guess we can talk about Rob's uh, mas- masturbatory. Mast- well, we don't have to. That, 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 was, that was as much as I thought. I think we've talked about it plenty of times <laughs> on the show. <laughs> well, on this decapitated thing, there there is a bit of a, a, a live cast nugget of mm. humor oh. in the post 
somebody wrote in the comments in the comments uh, some uh, for this po- decapitated post, which was very active. Uh, somebody wrote. Thanks for the update, Libcunt Paspani. <laughs> and of course, if you've been a, uh, a fan of the live cast, you would know that that is one of my all-time favorite commenters. I believe it was on, what was the post? Was it an Amura post or a Phil Anselmo post? Remember. That guy so used to, Libcunt guy used to just follow you around and come uh, up on everything. Yeah. Really. Well, the username was Robert Paspani is a Libcunt. <laughs> and so this guy was making a reference to that. And the best thing happened. People who visit the website but don't listen to the show (laughs) responded. One person responds, well, yeah, I'm pretty happy we got an update. I'm not a fan of Rob either, but what's your problem? There you go. Defended you. See? He's not a fan of me. He's not. But he defended me. Well, take what you can get. Jesus. He's he's horrible, but to call him liberal, that's just too far. (laughs) He's a cunt. Yeah. Not a liberal. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting defense. And then another person goes, at least Metal Ejection posted the story. What does that mean? Like, Like a liberal publication, would it? Post the story. Like, what does it oh, mean? At least I think it means. Uh, is there more to that? Or yes. Go ahead. Read Still the though, lib. That's oh, a- yeah. Rob Posboni is an alt cunt. Yeah, that's a that, bridge too far. That's a boring ass liberal slash conservative shit. Uh, it's easy to spot the dipshits now. Just look for unoriginal pre-programmed trigger words like lib cunt. Okay, what I well, that's that's fair. Yeah. What I think they were saying is that. Okay, you printed this evil false rape story, but at least when it came out You're that it was quote unquote reversed, you you were honest enough to post the quote unquote retraction, none of which it actually is. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's like, no, I'm just reporting the story. Right. Which and you weren't taking a position in the first no. one, I thought. I mean, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but uh well, so that that was the Decapitated thing. I just needed to get that because you know if you're if you're out there cheering that they're free, they're they're innocent. Yeah, they're not innocent. Right. They're so, not legally innocent. Are they still they together could, as a band? Or are they going to tour the states again? What's like? There has been no. They've just put out a comment that they're glad that you know the the charges have been dropped. But here's the thing. I can't. I think there's going to be a big problem with them getting visas cleared mm. the next time yeah. their visas Where's come up. Poland. Okay. Oh, yeah. And also, it's still like kind of uh, hurts the whole decapitated name, no matter. What and you the, look at the it. brand has been tarnished. Change the name, one way or the other. Being no. called decapitated didn't yeah. hurt the brand in <laughs> yeah. the first place. Well, one thing I, I would say, say that it didn't hurt the band as much as the bus that killed their two. No, oh, no, killed one member and disabled their singer. Aww. Wait, is are you talking about Metallica? No, that happened to Decapitated. Oh, it did? Yeah. They Before did after- that busting because they wanted the success that Metallica <laughs> had after Killing Cliff. Which right. member of Metallica is disabled? Lars? Uh, you heard Lars? Him? Yeah. We want to we be... <laughs> Have you heard his drumming? He might as well be disabled. But he was like that before the bus accident, though. There's oh, documented dear. evidence. Oh, boy. Okay, I could try to picture this meeting somewhere in Poland. Like, we want to have Metallica-level success. What do we do? Okay, we got to make slightly more radio-friendly music. No, fuck that. Let's get in a bus accident. It's the quickest way. 
We have a bus. Let's just do it. There's can, lots of cliffs in Poland. Does Dave Mustaine no ha- have any more dogs that we can <laughs> find? Dave Mustaine's dogs and let's start peppering them with kicks. Well, too late for that if they can't get a visa back to the States. I, I want to say one other thing, though. If, you know, the band goes back to Poland now, they, you know, try to chill for a little bit. If members of the band start leaving or get kicked out or replaced, I, think, fall it's out of a bus. Say, I think it's safe to say something happened. Something right. happened on that bus. Right. That's you know so what I mean? speculation. That's total speculation. I'm just saying something to look out for in their future. Like, how will they act in the future? I mean, do you, like, with with your uh, credentials, mm-hmm. Robert Pazbani, do you think that maybe they should just, like, lay the name to rest and just, like, rebrand or, like, start? You mean with my expertise in my expert yes, opinion? Yeah, of course. As a media mogul? Um... As an esteemed journalist, uh, metal personality. Robert Pesvani, LC. <laughs> I don't think... Wait, LC for Libcon? Yes. Actually, LLC. Lovely Libcon. No, I don't think they need to... Re- I think if they truly believe that they're innocent, uh, no, they don't need to rebrand. And they've already built a brand for... You know, 20 years. But here's the thing. If they do not rebrand and they are, in fact, innocent, the only people that are going to feel confident to go to those shows are people that are cool with rape. And if they are not actually rapists, then they probably don't want an audience full of rape-friendly people. So if you rebrand, at least you're saying, all right, we're, we want to distance ourselves from this thing and from anybody who might be okay with this thing. But why, why would... Why would rebranding change that? Just, and why would why would people know. think they're rapists if they're cleared? Like if it do, let's we're talking in the hypothetical world where they're cleared, and they didn't do it. Well, Michael Jackson was cleared of raping little kids. We all still think he raped little kids. It, that stuff. Yeah, but Michael go away. Jackson was a much bigger artist yeah. than decapitated. But, but dream of yeah, me. sure. But the decapitated fans know. Not to go off on a tangent, I don't know if I believe that Michael Jackson raped or kids. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, I think, is yeah. It, I, I think probably did Mike it. Tyson. No, he Tyson, did actually go to jail. Yeah. Wait, but Mike Kobe Tyson edited it. Yeah, yeah. Kids. yeah. No, not with kids. He, no, he raped, raped a, a chick. Well, he was accused of raping her, and then she was. I think he bought her off, right? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Had a settlement, but he never did jail time. No. I think I don't want to give the we're giving, we're talking to thousands of people here, so I don't want to give the wrong information. But I think that's what happened. I believe that's what. Yeah, yeah. But that stuff stays with you. You can't like. Shake that kind of does stuff, it? whether you get away with it or not. Can I is just... Kobe Bryant's yeah, I guess, ruined? No, Yeah, that fine. does bother me that he's completely skated on that for some reason. But even still, it's always a footnote. Especially, like, Kobe Bryant's famous for five million fucking things. So right. that sort of gets lost in the shuffle. Decapitated. Right. It's not like there's a million other entries <laughs> in their true. Wikipedia page. That's always going to be the biggest thing. Um, can I just read a quick joke from the chat sure. about um, a moment in history? Um, another famous bus accident, Rob asking Noah out. So Frank, <laughs> Frank or Luigi. Wow. Wow. That one cut No problem, deep. Noah. A plus. <laughs> that is a deep cut. Oh, wait. Is that you? No, that's not you, Eggers. Is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, very nice. You should have just said that on the air. Multitask. I wasn't the only one. Someone else was talking about it. Loser always loses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It's so funny. I was talking to Marina, who is our friend and listens to the show. Uh-huh. And, you know, we were just talking because we we're both single. We we're talking about dating. And uh, she's, you know, we were just having a conversation like, which one of our friends would we date? Because <laughs> we're like, 
you know, our, our pool is very desperate. <laughs> no, not desperate. <laughs> we just like can't meet like normal guys. So um, then we were talking about Rob and I was like, no, well, that are, you know, like that already happened. And not I, that desperate. Oh. <laughs> but I was like uh, remembering the story and I was like, yeah, we were coming back from the movies and we were on the B82 bus on Kings Highway. I, I remember exactly like it happened between East 18th and East 19th. Like I remember it like so wow. vividly. PTSD. Uh, yeah, Come I guess that's what it on, is. guys. Right past Highway Bagels, and he said it. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> it. Was exactly that block. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Primetime billiards was that still there? Or was it the? That's post- gone. It's gone now. But then, see, I remember was I was supposed to get out at the train station stop, <laughs> which was two blocks me, before. But I, I stayed. Nineteenth. Right, and I wanted to get this out. Oh god! <laughs> and my plan was to get it out before having to get off. The, the bus because like if you said Wait, no well what? I'm out of there no not that not get that out <laughs> are you a fan of Louis C.K. yeah seriously <laughs> he's wearing his oh. Pootie Tang hoodie <laughs> <laughs> did you when you when you proposed this to Noah did you do the Austin Powers the gold oh, uh, we probably it was did. after we went to see that movie wasn't was it was it when we went with that guy Austin and he dressed up Sean, like Austin. Sean, oh, Sean. Yeah, dressed we, up we used to call him Austin he loved Austin and he dressed up with like the velvet tuxedo and the pirate shirt to just like a regular afternoon screening of the movie yeah and like King's Highway movie theaters that's really it wasn't even the premiere (laughs) no it was the premiere it was the 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 first day of it yeah it was like the first screening because we were kids (laughs) yeah we got tickets to be out late well we went right after school too we were it was just like yeah oh boy before you did your homework it was a Friday. Oh, okay. This is the second Austin Powers because he already yeah. knew all the memes and everything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. So what is that, 1999-ish? Is that when it came out? Um, I think so. I know the first one is 97. Yeah, it had to be 99. Yeah. Mm. Late 99, early 2000. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I was older because I told Marina I was 15, but I guess I was. Oh. I met you when I was 15. Yeah. So I guess it was when we were seniors in high school. We go way back, folks. So did yep. Marina say she would date me? <laughs> was it the spy who shagged me? Yeah, yeah. that's the second one. 1999? Yeah. Oh, so it must have come out in like the spring of 99. Because I remember like we were wearing light clothing. This was before <laughs> like, was I even like, knew any of you. June. It was summer. It was June, June. yeah. yeah so I didn't know you guys either yet at that point, right? You were not yeah, you, we went no, in college. No, we were in high school. Rob and Noah knew each other yeah. first. I met yeah. Yeah. Rob later and Noah later than that. I met Darren at Pip's Comedy Club. Seeing uh, Rob perform. Seeing yeah, Rob 2001. Perform. I am the connector. Yeah. <laughs> and Sid, I, I don't remember the first day I met it Sid. It was at the radio station, probably. It was. I just don't remember our interaction yeah. at first. No. <laughs> but you always used to like make such like snide remarks. Yeah, I was I was the music director. I had to be an asshole to everybody. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, that was Love my I, I met Sid before he was the music director. When someone true? else was. Who? Well, Chris. Chris, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, Eggers, we'll we'll let you go. Wait, so didn't he want to ask us something? No, that, no, he just wanted to chime oh, in. Got nothing. Job. I do have one question. Oh, okay. How many? Like, uh, it, it sort of makes me think. <laughs> no, what is it? What is it? What is it? Uh, as, uh, speaking of that, like, uh, I think it's even on um, an old episode where you guys show up your uh, old college radio show. But who's the guy that always got pissed off? That you were making fun of Pantera and calling him gay. Oh, oh Bernie. Bernie! Oh yeah. Oh, that was great. By the way, Bernie is now a uh, school teacher. School oh, teacher wow. has twins. Yep. 
He's like a total adult. It's wild. It's totally one of the things. One of those things where it was like, I remember when you were doing the stupidest shit, and yeah. now you're like In looking after of two chips. Yeah, play more Pantera. <laughs> it was a pretty great yeah, guy. He was mad at me. It's okay. Do you remember any like any highlight stories? Of Bernie? Yeah. I don't think I have... Did I ever meet him in person or did I just call into your show with that Phil Anselmo rumor and he got mad at me? Oh, he was very upset. It was like a Marianne from Brooklyn thing. I was over the phone saying antagonistic things and Mm. getting cursed at. (laughs) Gotcha. Because I had heard from co-workers at the record store that I worked at that Phil Anselmo was into dudes. And this guy was not hearing it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It transpired upon the stage. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but no, we don't really. I, I maybe, yeah, maybe uh, a game. <laughs> I maybe talk to him like once a year, if you, or like on Facebook. I see Darren. You get into like political arguments. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he not really because no. I'll just comment on one thing and we'll, like that I disagree yeah. with. I kind of politely discuss. Yeah, it. yeah. He's not like it's not hostile. Yeah. He's You'll not a- politely discuss whether or not you believe Phil Anselmo is a gay or not. That, that's a given. You should just bring that back anytime he says something you don't like. Just be like, him. Yeah. but whatever we feel about this issue, remember Phil Anselmo sucks dick. At I least, at that. least by he's yeah. at least by probably. Doesn't he I mean, in that sound there? clip, Phil Anselmo saying, "I'm gay." <laughs> I think you're right. A gay. Are you sure? Yeah, but we cut no, off the, just the, southern southern the beginning. No, 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 because uh, he was talking about a gay. He's like, whether you're black, uh, whether you're a gay, a gay, like Phil and Selma. That was the context of the clip. I love everybody, man. <laughs> I love everybody. Even if you're a gay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't love that guy. Fuck oh him. <laughs> virtue, virtue, virtue I- signal. His oh solo band's putting out a. <laughs> Bernie's or. Oh. You mean Phil? Phil uh, is putting out an album with a solo band. Mm. And it's like me- uh, Mental Illness is a Virtue uh-huh. or something. What's the name and of I th- the album? Yeah, and I think all of it is about, quote there, unquote, SJW. Are there or- any songs about bears and twinks <laughs> on this album? No. Uh, there is something weird, like I'm Into Otters is one of the... What? That's what? the name of the song. Yeah. No, is that oh. is he on mushrooms? Oh, oh, an otter. <laughs> an otter is a, uh, <laughs> a thin like, bear. It's an in between. It's a yeah. twink bear. Is that what you said? <laughs> a thin bear. Like so a like not a, fat bear. A combination. Actually, of it's like a hairy. Uh, uh, I heard it's kind of like a not fat but like dad bod bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard, huh? Where'd you hear this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're not judging. Did you hear this at the Otter Bar? <laughs> <laughs> no, not oh, judging my, you at all. My nickname's Otter Pops. Nice. <laughs> show choosing t- show ment- title. The the album is choosing mental illness as a virtue. Oh, okay. okay. Well, we should suggest that to Rivers of Nile. Maybe they get their album out quicker, and they could use that title <laughs> instead. Yeah. What if like he forgot to copyright it? So. <laughs> Uh, Darren, do, would you mind reading uh, this? You know, someone asked him about the media. I'll, I'll send you the link, Darren. Okay. And uh, I want to I want to read this. Uh, the the third paragraph of this post is where you could start it, Darren. Is it really long? Because it hurts my voice a lot. <laughs> just just that just that. When and then people maybe, t- is that the yeah one? yeah yeah. When people throw around the word racist, I don't take that lightly. 
That's not a word that should be tossed around. That is a ho- neither is white power, by the yeah. way. Yeah. You don't mind tossing yeah. that around. That is a hard hitting implication and a motherfucking albatross to throw around someone's neck. Is that the one? Oh, more. Yeah. Oh, there's some of the bloggers here. Hold on. Oh, God. This shit is long. God help me. You want some honey? uh, Some honey and seltzer. (laughs) These bloggers that write for these websites (laughs) find the. These lib cunts. No, I added that. Find this false strength when they write and attempt to tear down, and not just me, some of the architects that their entire platform is built on. Pause. Just to parse this, he's saying, like, we the bloggers, we make our money by tearing down metal legends because, like, we make up these... Stories about metal legends acting like dipshits. Yes, like when you made up him being on stage and giving a white power. So, oh no, wait, he did that. And there was a video of it. Actually, <laughs> if you like go up a little uh-huh. in this paragraph, uh, he talks about clickbait titles. <laughs> about uh, no, that's down here. I think it's down here. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah, it's in both. Oh, yeah. Oh, and these sites all have these clickbait titles of scandal and outrage and this freedom to write not only falsities, but oh. also to make accusations and implications of some of the worst kind ever. I'll shoot straight and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Except when you yeah. give a white power salute and then spend the next six months apologizing and saying that you didn't really mean it, so you do give a fuck. Yeah. By the way, uh, my headline was video of Phil Anselmo giving Nazi salute and shouting white power at Dimebash surfaces, uh-huh. semicolon, claims it was a joke. Yeah, you so put his clickbait. side in. Yeah. <laughs> it is clickbait, but you know what? It's correct. If it's correct, that's his fault. Well, why is it clickbait? It's not, the news. Not cl- all right, but click meaning people are going to click it because it's kind of surprising. For me, clickbait would mean it's like a misleading title. Oh, is that? You think the misleading You'll never is believe in what the- Phil Unsalmo did. Yeah, right, like that's... not even. Just, I very vividly described okay. what is going on in this video, what his take on it is. Uh, so we're in semantics then, because yeah. I don't think I don't think clickbait is necessarily salacious. Mm-hmm. It could be good clickbait or it could be bullshit clickbait. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I... So for I you, clickbait is just a, 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 something that's clickable. For me, it's more of a pejorative. Well, I think okay. the way like people like Phil Anselmo use it as the pejorative. Oh, I definitely agree. He's pissed off about Uh, clickbait. But I'm just saying, like, if you put a headline that you think is interesting and you want people to click on it, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But Rob thinks that's every headline he writes. Uh, How dare you? Well, there. can you you read this other thing he said about clickbait? These are some of the most visited. Well, actually, there's a good part before that. And this pious opinionated moralism and they get away with damn near slander (laughs) and hide behind fake names. These are some of the most visited websites and I think it's on that grand grand chance that there's going... He sounds like Rue McClanahan. (laughs) Grand chance, I do declare. (laughs) I guess the fake names is probably our good friends Axel Rosenberg and Vincent (laughs) Nielsen. That there's going oh. to be a clickbaity title, 
and some of these titles end up being a true story. But the ones that are just knee-jerk reaction pieces that are written up callously and with malice attached, and to quote my own lyrics, without a passing nod to the face to face the intended target. Oh, dear God. Yeah, Yeah, that's about all the interesting parts of this. Bill Anselmo needs to check his privilege, and not the fact that he's white. It's the fact that he's being taken down by news articles, not with a gun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, good point. There, but for the grace of God, goes Phil. Uh, He also did a whole part here about um, another bullshit about I grew up in New Orleans, I had black friends, and I was poor, and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. So that means you can go on stage and see Heil, right? Well, I guess he's saying that's why I'm not racist. And like going like with his point of view, is like that part was a joke. Mm-hmm. And he says, I wouldn't want these weakling pussies fighting. Oh, I'm sorry. They wouldn't want these weakling pussies fighting for them. Like the SJWs, don't, they don't need your help, he's saying. Like poor, poor and black people don't need your help and juice oh. to, pr- to protect them. Here, let me just read it here. I don't think they're trying to protect anyone. I think they're just trying to call out someone for being an asshole. I agree, but so I feel it, yeah, like it's they, they they will do anything to like kind of shit on standing up for people's yeah. uh, marginalization. Yeah. You know? I've seen the marginalized my entire life, and I, they wouldn't want these weakling pussies fighting for them. What you mean? So like, no nobody who stands up for the poor is poor and black. Also, so you're saying, you're saying, hey, you shouldn't speak for these people. Meanwhile, you're speaking for these people. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I know them. (laughs) You don't. I knew them 40 years ago. And by the way, Robert Pazbani is Jewish. You're 100% Jewish and you're reacting to a white power signal on a stage. So don't you have like a right to be upset by that? And also, I I did not express <laughs> right anything upset. But, but even if you did want to, to be fair, Axel Rosenberg, who is Jewish, did right. call him racist. I think that's kind of what he, like there was an article that like mm-hmm. we need to stop forgiving Phil Anselmo's racism. So isn't he speaking for himself when he says that? Yeah. Like who do who do you think white power was against? Yeah. Oh, a lot of groups, but mainly Jews. Uh, once you get the hardcore wing. Left and right become the same bird. Okay, so he's Trump now. Yeah. Alt-left and alt-right are the same On both thing. sides. Right. Because uh, Medicare for all and free college and uh, minimum raising the minimum wage is the same as killing abortion and uh, AK-47s for everybody. Yeah. And, and giving the keys to the treasury to to Wall Street investment firms. And sure. kicking all brown people out of the country. Yeah, all the same. All the, It's like looking in a mirror. All yeah. the same thing. Uh, so, yeah. We kind of, kind of mined this. This uh, got all the gold out of this mine, I think. But cool, yeah. Was, well, I mean, that's that's enough. We don't have, you know. When always, is he sitting in on the podcast next? <laughs> I welcome actually, him in here. I would love. I don't think he would. We had but. him on the show once on the phone. Yeah, it's before all this happened, though. All right, Eggers, we're gonna let you go. Yeah. I'd Otherwise, see you guys we later. have to start putting you on payroll for being co-host. <laughs> and that will not transpire upon. <laughs> I have a popcorn and chips food coma right now. Cool. Really, we're packing that shit away. And momentarily, we're going to have Rivers of Nile sitting in on the show.
Okay. That should be wonderful. You're going to play trash, trash or thrash it with them. In the studio, not on the phone. They're going to be in the studio. Not on Skype. Not on Skype, on our laps. In our laps, yes. Yeah, well, there's only much. there's it's four laps space. and two guys coming in, so how do we do this? They'll take turns. Oh, okay. At the half hour mark, then we'll switch. <laughs> cool. You can play musical chairs, but it'll be them sitting on our laps. Musical laps. There you go. <laughs> Musicians in chairs. Oh, I love it. Musicians in laps. Well, we're talking about people that have called into the show and someone was called into the show. Another person calling into the show. Fred Durst in the news. That's right. We had Limp Biscuit on the show. Got to look in the archives. That was one funny, Oof. awkward him interview. him and Wes Borland? Yeah, him and Wes we had. Extremely awkward. <laughs> Probably the most awkward. Other than maybe Chris Jericho? That was the most awkward one. That Jericho one was pretty awkward, but oh, thankfully pariah. the scared circle Yeah, pit. I was about to say, but like nobody remembers them, so yeah. that barely counts. Uh, well, this Durst one, he actually responded to a, a, a tweet by Donald Trump. Uh, and I just want to mention one quick thing. Donald Trump had one of his most memorable tweets this week. <laughs> and that's really saying something because the right. man has been, you know. It's all he's good at. And it's so tweeting. I'm trying to find it. But uh, while you look for it, Eggers in the chat. Rob Pazbunny is a limp biscount. <laughs> I like it. Fake. Uh, so I guess Fire. so. It, it, you know, there's this book coming out. That's a lot of uh, uh, gossip about the White House, and it's uh, out. It's out, and and Fire uh, and Fury, right? Yeah, and uh, it calls into question Trump's men- <clears throat> mental stability. And so Trump t- tweeted, throughout my life, my two greatest assets have been mental stability and being, like, really smart. <laughs> Crooked Hillary Clinton also played these cards very hard and, as everyone knows, went down in flames. I went from very successful businessman to top TV star to president of the United States <laughs> on my first try. Not true. I think that would qualify as not smart. But genius, and a very stable genius at that. Which I thought you were talking about the tweet where he referred to his presidency as consensual. Oh, now catch that one. He meant to say consequential. I think he was like quoting an article in the Times or something. But he instead of writing consequential, he wrote that his presidency was one of the most consensual. <laughs> so at least consensual. Yeah, on every level. I'm like really smart. <laughs> I couldn't get over that. Like your tweet. Why do he you have tweets to, like he this, talks? This is the second time he said he's like really smart. Uh-huh. He said it in an interview too. I remember right after he won. Yeah. Just he's even admitting he doesn't believe it. He doesn't want to say he's really smart. Like <laughs> everything is the biggest, the greatest, the most fantastic, the most fabulous. He's not the smartest. But not he's not the smartest. That's him being he's, humble. He's so humble. Yeah. Humble. <laughs> well, anyway, so he tweeted about Stephen Miller, who oh. is like my favorite deep cut He's the of the Trump the presidency, mm-hmm. because it's like anytime this guy is on TV, it's guaranteed to be a shit show. And what a shit show he was oh, yeah. uh, earlier this week. But anyway, so right after his shit show, he was on uh, CNN interviewed by Jake Tapper. Uh, Trump tweeted about how. Jake Tapper got destroyed in yeah. his interview didn't by see, Stephen Miller. You know what actually happened is that 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 we didn't see on TV is that what? Stephen Miller 
got like escorted yeah. out of the building. Yeah, well, he didn't want to leave, and he was like, how could you do this? And there, there was actually a, a transcript of what happened like right after they got off the air, and, and Tapper was like, this is why they don't let you on the air. Like, right. because you do this. Like, why are you? I gave you an opportunity and you just attacked me. <laughs> and then he got escorted out. Anyway, so then, of course, Trump, as the heel, the best heel in the business, goes like that Stephen Miller just destroyed him. And then he wrote, Watch the hatred and unfairness of the CNN flunky. And then Fred Durst couldn't have it anymore. Oh, is he the resistance hero now? He goes, Please, sir. Just stop this manipulation and raise the bar. No, that's a very bad. I can't. I'm going to stop. Please I wasn't it. that bad, honestly. Yeah. That was kind of. You have this Durst wonderful Durst. opportunity. Oh, I didn't mean for you to like, keep doing yeah, that. Like you have this Durst wonderful opportunity to make our world better. I mean, it was it was accurate. I just don't want to hear more of it. Because I enough. hate him. Please, sir, just stop this manipulation and raise the bar. It's like when what has given you an indication that he's going to raise the bar I'm at any point t- in the or past year? That he year? would listen to fucking Fred Durst. Yeah, you I have mean, that's true. you have the this wonderful opportunity to make our world better. We unmistakably need a role model and leader for the now and the future. This isn't the way. So passionate. And it's I'm like, just tired of this like cottage industry of like burning trump in tweet replies well like like, it, it, like keith it, oberman like sir this shall not stand you know yeah. you're fucking like you're just going to his level like he's, it's really funny to see i follow carl reiner who is a fucking <laughs> like 95 year old right like on his way but he always has those kind of tweets like sir the american <laughs> people will not stand for your your typos <laughs> are so undignified <laughs> it's like Relax, Carl Reiner. We get it. Like it's not that yeah, it's like wrong. We agree. It's like just, yeah. Every tweet might be his last. You leave Carl Reiner alone. <laughs> I love Carl Reiner's a treasure, and I still I follow him in Reiner. spite of his. Uh, but uh, he's allowed. He's ninety five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, this this is just learning how to use technology. Yeah, he doesn't know what the fuck he's, he's just he screaming. He knows. Stuff. Well, also, the, the same thing happened with this Oprah speech. Oprah gave a speech oh, at the Golden Globe. The speech was good. I don't know it was a great think. speech. Yeah. Wonderful. Like She's yeah. a public speaker. Of course, she's going to give a she great very good. Uh, speech. But then one speech that everyone's like, oh, Oprah should run for president. Fuck They're you. not saying yeah. should. They're saying will. I've seen should, too. No, I've seen yeah. a lot of yeah. shit. Like, we want Oprah for president. And it's like, you're complaining about. Well, it, us, yeah. Like. Well, a celebrity running like she has no political ex- why would you want i mean i think they're saying we want oprah because she would definitely be trump right which i don't even think that is a guarantee agree. either yeah. i think that yeah would, i think definitely I th- she would lose to him i don't know about that i don't know i, I don't know that she win or lose win it's or like it's she's like, not that much different than trump. like okay obviously on social issues they they differ, but how do we know? We don't know anything she's for at all. Like, how yeah. do we know? Right, and, and uh, a bunch of people have made this point online. She's like, a socialist. She gives she's people free Barack stuff Obama, all the time. So we know she's she supported Barack Obama, Obama but also she gave this world Doctor Phil, Doctor Oz, Oz, Jenny Ugh. McCarthy on her show, uh, uh, Deepak Chopra. She did a whole series of uh, like pro Iraq War uh, thi- like uh, segments when she- when that was going on. Really? So well, she seems completely qualified based on all that. <laughs> Yeah, she could qualify to be se- another shitty president. She pushed that that book, The Secret. Oh, for fuck's sake. That might that's be the worst of it. Well, the Iraq War is worse, but everything else, that's the worst thing. So it's like, chill. Like, Oprah had the right idea. Can I just Oprah, say, can I just say what sure the secret is, by the way? Yes, Sorry. yes. The secret is, uh, if you believe in something or you want something, think of it really hard. Yeah. And it if will, you really believe it's, yeah. it, it, to, to make <laughs> something happen. Trust this billionaire. 
You really have to. Well, here's the thing. It's like, yes, to achieve a goal, you really do have to believe something, but it doesn't end there. You actually have to put in the work and it has to be a realistic right. thing. You right. know, like I, I can I can relate to that. You know, like I really wanted metal injection to be right. my full time job. That's all I wanted. And I made it happen. But it didn't just happen because I wanted it. Right. I agree with you, too. But that's not what the secret Yeah, that's is. not what that's saying. <laughs> So chill on the Oprah for president chat, yeah. please. Like Oprah, uh, why doesn't she? Uh, she should just hop on to the Bernie bandwagon. Yeah, Her, well, <laughs> still, it, even if it's alive. not Bernie Sanders, just though. a I'm progressive not, candidate. I'm not trying to be the I annoying want with Bernie guy. Someone with we know who to, what their fucking policies are, and that they're good things yeah. that will yeah. move There's the country a bunch left. Of, like legitimate interesting exciting options yeah. on the table that are already elected officials it's mm -hmm. fine and we know what their policies yeah. are that's to me that's yeah. the most important thing not even that oprah's a billionaire i don't care i wouldn't mind a billionaire being the president if they had good politics but we don't know what her politics are that's the fucking problem to me right. like the, trump needs to be trump needs to be the rock bottom where every thing that's been going downhill in this country that led to trump being the worst of all of it becomes the very like rock bottom of our government and then we start yeah. going left and if that doesn't happen then all these four years or whatever it is going to be are wasted you know we're just suffering through trump and we're going to go right back to the shithole that we were in before trump a slightly less terrifying shithole that doesn't work we need to <laughs> trump needs to be the turning point yes agreed a slightly less terrifying shithole was Sid's nickname in high school. It's <laughs> fair. fair. Love still it. Is. Still is. All right. Let's play some voicemails. Uh, we're going to have Rivers of Nile. That was a good one. Oh, thank you so much. We're going to have Rivers of Nile sitting in in just a few minutes. And you'll be able to chat with them. We're gonna... I poop so much. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Bruno and Sid poop as much times a day as each other. Oh, wow. Rob will know because he babysat for me. Yeah, I think he babysat Sid. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a few years. It's true. Uh, Bruno and I, uh, we had a similar poop pattern today in that like, he pooped, then he started walking, and then it was like, oh, wait, I'm not done. I'm going to poop again. Oh, yeah. And then I, when I got home, I had to poop. Then <laughs> he started walking. And then I stood up, and I'm like about to hop in the shower, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going anywhere. I got to poop again. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was man. very exciting. The, the other day I had a, I was, I think it was when we were going to strip house. Uh, I got uh, in the shower. I'm like three quarters done and I had to fucking take a shit and I had to get out of the shower, take a shit, uh, wipe and go back in the shower. Did and you leave the water asshole. running? No. Why? Why did would I do that? Did you dry off? Of course. What am I going to do? Sit on the. Put, put a towel down. Sit on the toilet with a wet ass? What Wait, were you sitting on the toilet naked then or did you have the towel around you? Like, what do you mean? Around oh. your chest. What? Why would he do that? I wouldn't put it. Why would I put a towel on to shit? No one's in the room. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm wondering. So you're so you're completely butt naked on the toilet pooping. Yes. Is this a controversial thing to do? You've, no, you've I'm just, I just, I just want to paint right the now. picture. She's painting the mental She's image. She's painting quite a picture. Okay, she no never did answer which of her friends she would date. This might be all tied into oh. <laughs> uh, We boil it down and we realize nobody. Because, <gasps> yeah. That's why, that's why we're friends. Yeah. Who are the other candidates besides Rob? Was it like? Uh, well, in terms of single friends... I don't want to say that. Marty? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Marty discussed. Oh, so, Marty, is he single? We don't even know. Yeah, he know. is single. Okay, and yeah, he, he did come up, and the answer was no. He's a published author, you know. Is he really? Is he? Yeah, I have his book. I he did a book that. of photography. Oh, oh that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's right. It's just we can't date our friends, but we're hoping that our friends have 
Single friends. Oh. Eligible bachelors. Mm, you don't want to date my friends. All the single ladies. <laughs> you don't want to date All of your friends are sitting in the same room as me right now. <laughs> well, my, my, my point stands. Uh, so if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at any point during the week if you have some feedback. Go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit the speak pipe widget. It's on every episode page. You can record right from your phone or record a voice memo with your phone or with your computer microphone and email it to hatemail at metalinjection.net. If you don't feel like speaking, you'd rather type something to us, uh, you can email hatemail at metalinjection.net with your, with your message there. Or you can tweet us at MILivecast. Uh, on Facebook, we're facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And we're also on YouTube. We're posting episodes on YouTube now, youtube.com slash MILivecast. So let's hear some voicemails from throughout the week. Let's start with Jack. What's up, Livecast crew? This is Jack from the San Francisco Bay Area. I just wanted to uh, wish 3D a happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Um, and I had a couple things I wanted to, you guys, not this last show, but the week before you talked about the early dawn of CDs and the ridiculous long boxes that they came in, mm-hmm. which were actually called long boxes It's true. and couldn't understand why they would do that. And I can tell you why they did that actually. And it was primarily because what well, was completely because, uh, they wanted them to be able to fit into record store bins and still be viewable and be able to flip through them. You know, basically record stores were all set up to have bin after bin after bin after bin of LPs. And they wanted to be able to just drop CDs into those record bins without the record stores having to retrofit and get new displays. So there's a little piece of trivia for you. Thanks. That's very interesting. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. You guys uh, have a happy 2018. It's already starting off rad. Hope you guys are doing well and look forward to the next show. Thanks, guys. Rock on. Oh, thanks. thanks, Jack. That was very helpful, actually. Yeah. We love when a listener contributes to a conversation. Yeah, thank you for that. Very helpful. All right, moving on. We have one from Jonathan. Jonathan. Hey, Livecast crew. It is Jonathan from Texas. Just wanted to call and wish you all a happy new year, a little late. And Dorinsky, a very happy birthday, a little late as well. So um, this uh, Saturday, I'm excited. I'm going to go see Corrosion Conformity and Black Label Society. And gearing up for that, I found myself listening to a lot of COC and and VLS. And it got me thinking, am I... Am I doing overkill? You know, am I listening too much? Am I going to burn myself out? So, I, Or am I just getting myself excited for the show? Anyway, I just wanted to see what how you guys treat that. I'm if you're going to a gym. show, do you actively listen to the band you're about to go see? Or do you avoid seeing them? Anyway, just wanted to see what you guys' thoughts were. Take care, guys. Bye. You know, for the longest time, I would not listen to a band before going to see them. Because in my head, I felt like I was going to spoil the show. But I've learned that, that is incorrect. And instead, it's 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 more fun to to do, I found, what, what you're doing, Jonathan, which is listen to the music in prep to hype yourself up. Not the up. day of. 
in the week leading up to, yes. But the day of, you should have a clean slate when you go in. That should be yeah. the first time you hear the music is when they play Yeah, that's stage. fair. Yeah. I don't think there's like a right or wrong way of doing it. I think it's actually like good. Yeah. That you're so interested. I yeah. Mean, it's not your first rodeo, Jonathan. I'm sure you've done it both ways before and you know which one works better for you. You don't need us to tell you. You just trust your own tastes. All right, we got one from God's Tomper. Oh, no, God's Tomper. Oh, such a variety this week. Yo, what up, guys? So, Rob, are you going to take the challenge or are you going to shrimp out? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's this the challenge? Ice bucket challenge? A voicemail last week and he's following up? I don't remember. Uh, did he say something on the show? Did he call he in? Did, he did. Uh, let's see what he said last week. I don't remember. Yo, first episode of the year. What's up, guys? I'm excited. Fuck yeah. Happy birthday, Darren, motherfucker. Oh, wait. <laughs> hey, it's me again. Uh, just wanted to say, uh, hey, Rob, I'll challenge you oh. to a shrimp eating contest. Oh, yeah. Oh. And you're not going to call me God Stomper no more. You're going to be calling me Rob Stomper. <laughs> Rob Stomper. Rob Stomper. Rob Stomper. Uh, I accept the challenge and you will lose. Yeah. And and uh, Rob, the Rob Rob will be the stomper of God Stomper. Aren't you going to be on the West Coast in a few weeks? You could meet up with him and actually do this. Sure, I'm going to be at Nam. Yeah, this needs to be recorded. Yes, we got one more. We got one more. Uh, Wait, hold on. From God Before stomper. you play, oh, it's about him. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, um, there's a YouTuber of the name Winnie Wisconsin. She has a video up talking about 10 reasons why you should have sex with your dog. What? No. It's pretty cringy. If you guys haven't watched it, um, you should watch it. If not, I think it'd be pretty funny to have it up in the live cast and give your thoughts on it. That's it. Oh. Hey, Rob, take the challenge, damn it. Ha! I'll take the challenge. Be why are you ducking him, sir? Yeah. <laughs> sir, this shall not stand. <laughs> this treason of shrimp. Uh, I'm down for it and you will lose I will win because I can eat shrimp all night long okay so So what were you going to say Darren I was going to say what are the terms of this uh, shrimp uh, challenge keep eating until uh, fried peel and eat I would assume peel and eat that's the rules I mean like what is the terms like we have determined a winner now what does the winner get Uh, the winner shouldn't have to pay for the the win- the, the loser has to buy the winner a two hundred dollar Red Lobster gift card. Okay. Whoa! Why Red a- Lobster? Because it's what a seafood place that is by coastal. I think it should be not monetary, but something uh, like uh, you know, humiliating some way, hmm. mildly humiliating. Hmm. <clears throat> Shrimp uh, enema? Oh, that's a little <laughs> too much. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll have to think about it. Leave us a voicemail if you have a suggestion on, <laughs> on what it should be. But yeah, I'm going to be at Nam uh, in Anaheim from uh, let's see here from the 24th of January to the 27th of January, and uh, maybe we could do a meetup on the 27th. Some of our LA listeners, if you're willing to drive down to Anaheim. You should meet them at Disneyland. (laughs) I'll be in uh, Vegas for that week, so you should come by. We'll we'll swing on by. Find some central location. Will you do a meetup in Vegas, Darren? 
Well, who's there that wants to meet up with me? <laughs> 619, you're on the Metal Injection Livecast. Yo, what's up? This is Hugo. How's it going, Hugo? Uh, it's going okay. I heard Noah was getting desperate. <laughs> <laughs> Are you offering? Uh, well, well, yeah, like, well, what do you propose? Oh, uh, well, I mean, how desperate? Well, how bad are you? Yeah, send a picture. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Yeah, like we need to know more about you to determine what her level of desperation is. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I have a girlfriend. Oh, you got her hopes up. Come on, you don't. Oh. Slice All right. Also, um, I'll challenge, I'll challenge Rob to a weed smoking contest. Oh, wow. well. all these guys are going right into Rob's wheelhouse. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you something. You go. I am an expert smoker, but you're on the West Coast, so your tolerance uh-huh. is arguably stronger than mine. See, or- now I was just going to ask you, of those two things, which would you feel more confident in winning? And it's the shrimp, right? The shrimp, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Because okay. with the smoking... Yeah, that's right. With the smoking, I am the biggest <laughs> pothead I know. <laughs> but I don't know how big of a pothead Hugo is, and... Like, if we introduce waxes into the equation, I would lose immediately because I have so much hair. But I would rather do I would rather do an all herbal challenge. And I think I I wouldn't be as confident as in the shrimp eating, but I would be pretty confident. Okay, that's how I would like. How would we determine who wins when, when someone can't smoke anymore? Like I have like two mountains of joints. My friend passed out. Passed out. How what, how are you smoking? Yeah, we were at a we, we were smoking dabs and blunts and shit, and then we were at a bar and he just hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, well, see, if Rest I were to peace. do this, I would not want dabs to be a part of the equation. That's what I mean. That's with the wax, because that is just fucking freebasing marijuana essentially. Yeah. So would it ju- you just keep smoking every few minutes, or how did it work? Um, just constantly, I guess. So, yeah. so someone can't like they're either coughing too much and they want to stop or. I see. Like that. Now, do you enjoy? How do you prefer to ingest marijuana? Blunts, dabs, bongs, uh, joints. A bong, a bong, a bong. I'm a bong guy. Okay, well. how do you feel about shrimp flavored water in a bong? Bong water. <laughs> oh, I don't like shrimp, so I don't. Oh. I don't want anything. Well, you would lose the shrimp eating contest. That's for sure. I wouldn't answer this shit. Because you'd lose. I'll watch. I'm down to meet up and watch it. All right. Okay. I'll go to LA. We have a, a very large California uh, listener base. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like. So Rob's going to do a meet and greet outside of NAM in Anaheim. You should go meet him. Yeah, maybe I'll find, uh, I'll find a bar and, and do like an actual meet up and then we yeah, can do should. a live cast meet up. You should. All right. Well, how about this? Uh, if you're listening... And you are in the L.A. area and you are down to do this. Leave us a comment on Facebook or on Twitter and let me know. And if, if there's enough people, I will totally do this. I'm pretty pretty free on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, I'd be down to do it. And if you want to meet me at the Venetian in Vegas and play heads up uh, <laughs> poker, we can do that, too. Destroy All right, Hugo, we're going to let you go. Well, you never know. One session I could lose. All right, one. one. <laughs> All right, thank you for calling in. Wait, did he just say what I think he said? He said, he said Juan. Juan. Oh, okay. Juan. I wasn't sure. I was a little breaking up there. Well, uh, no, we are. Wait, wait. 
<laughs> we have uh, some emails as well. Oh, good. Uh, this one is, hello, Metal Injection Livecast. My name is Jesper. And I live in Denmark. I've been listening to you guys farting and chewing for about three years. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> I love your show, and I would very much like to call in sometime. But it's like 3 a.m. in Denmark when you guys are on, and I have a life, so... Okay. Dot, dot, dot. Sorry to hear that. Well, that's, you know, you could always leave a voicemail or, or do the email stitch like you're doing. Uh, by the way, Jesper emailed hatemail at mentalinjection.net. He has a question for each of us. Mm. Oh, a different one for each of us? Yes. Nice. Very involved. Rob, have you ever smoked hash from a hole in the ground <laughs> with a Danish friend? Hash from a hole in the ground, Rob's nickname in high school. <laughs> it sounds like something your friend would tell you will get you high. Yeah. That really doesn't. I yeah. have never. You just dug a hole and shit in it. And, then, have... and then you end up with a Sharpie dick on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I cannot say I have. Take it to like an, a geyser or something. <laughs> oh, my National God. Park. <laughs> hey, man, one dude. Of those, one <laughs> of those hot springs. <laughs> you yeah. smoke out of here. It's just like hash, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then you end up looking like James Hatfield. Now, uh, 3D, he asks something. He asks a question that is actually there's an inaccurate implication in it okay. so i'd like oh, to start that out do you still watch meat holes porn oh i did never did never watched meat holes that was porn. a meme that was on the show yes that uh i because we we made it we were mentioning all kinds of like wild and crazy porn and i had worked in a store where i had seen the box of meat holes porn. <laughs> right. and it beca just because i knew that it became a joke that i watched it's like this disgusting type of porn. I have what no, is what is me it's just like it's just really like rough use porn yeah basically. like i have no interest in in shit like that so that's we, right hopefully we can extinguish that meme now from here yes. on in fair enough and then sid do you still watch Meat Holes porn? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. He he wonders uh, how often do you shower? I don't know what a, what a mostly every day. Sometimes every other day, depending on if I'm going anywhere or not. How many days have you gone without showering? In my life. In your life. I'm sure a good amount of days. I in recent memory. In couple. More than two. Maybe Thank if you. like my my wife was on vacation <laughs> and it was just me in the apartment, not going okay. anywhere. Last week it was like so cold, so cold, and I didn't go to the gym. Like if if, if I go to the gym, I always shower after. There's a shower there, mm -hmm. but like I think I went like three or four days without showering. Oh, you <laughs> shower at the gym? Of course. I Wait, mean, like, we I, just buried the lead. You went three or four days without shower? <laughs> I think it was more three days that I went. Okay. It was just too cold. Take a steaming like shower, it. steaming hot. I'm like a cat. I nice can't. sauna. Oh, I, like, I like to steam it all up and oh, just yeah. hang out in there for a little bit. Uh, Noah, okay. he really thought this one out. What is your favorite question? <laughs> what? That sounds like he just gave up. Yeah. What? He ends with, back after this. It's not <laughs> that one. <laughs> My favorite question is, what is your favorite question? Mm. Uh, Thanks for asking. Okay. So that was that one. Then we have uh, this one from Becca, which is very touching. Hi, guys. Been listening for about three years, and I've never called in. But I just want to share with you all that I recently had to put my 10-year-old cat to sleep. Oh, wow, that's young for a yeah. cat. Yeah. The night of, I couldn't sleep, and I couldn't stop crying. She says, pathetic, I know. I don't no, think that's pathetic at all. Uh, but throughout that night, I was listening to some of the archive episodes, 
and during one of the music breaks started laughing out of nowhere because of the love the way you lie slash iron chic parody that it played and i thought it was so hilarious sorry if this was pointless i just wanted to let you guys know that the show never fails to cheer me up when i need it so thank you guys Aww. Should we uh, should we play that? Well, we'll, we'll play it uh, when uh, uh, Rivers of Nile come up, so that uh, we have a little break. But <laughs> Becca, that is very sweet of you. Uh, we're very sorry to hear about your yeah. cat. We, yeah, I got a little teary eyed when Rob was reading that. I touched. Oh, and Sid can relate. He recently lost yeah. a cat over the summer. Were you a couple were days you te- before my birthday? Were you teary eyed? Fuck yeah! <laughs> it was more than teary eyed. It was so hysterical. You were, were you like? Eh. By the time we put him to sleep, it had been such a rough couple months that it was almost like finally like his suffering stops. Mm-hmm. But along that path, there were definitely multiple crying fits. Okay. Mm. I mean, it's just like, uh, it's just so hard to lose an animal. Yeah. Sometimes I still cry over my first my first dog, my, my golden retriever. Oh, what was, what was the golden retriever's name? Pluto? You were, you Pluto, were, yeah, I do remember. And he got that. hit by a car. Oh, God. How long ago was that? Uh, it was in 2005. Damn. In the winter. December 2005. I'll never forget it. <clears throat> was it that same guy that would drive in front of your building and jerk off when looking at you? <laughs> you were wearing an especially tight outfit that day and he just ran he right looking. into your dog? Yeah, he, well, he was so distracted. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's crossing p- the street. He didn't notice I had a dog on the list. Unbelievable. Well, this last one I just realized is from Eggers, but we'll, we'll, we'll read it sure. even though Sir had called in earlier. <clears throat> Did the live cast used to play wrestling video games when you were younger? Yes. If yeah. so, what were your favorites? Oh, I have a ton of favorites. Well, Fire you... Pro would be my number one mm-hmm. of all time. I don't know that one. It's like it's a Japanese uh, one. Japanese, but you could you could basically like uh, there were there were American wrestlers in it too. Mm-hmm. And there were all these mods for it and everything. Yeah, so there was that. What was, era was this and what system? Was uh, it a computer game? It was a computer game and it was also like Famicom, I think, I want to say. But okay. I played it on my computer. Okay. Uh, and then there was uh, NES Pro Wrestling, which I loved. Mm. And Royal Rumble for that. Yeah, that was, was a really a great good one. one. Uh, oh, and uh, we could pick up this discussion again. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, my favorite. Oh, so he mentions WrestleMania, the arcade game. Oh yeah, the that Midway was one. that was so good because that, that was like, like yeah, it wasn't even like a wrestling. It game. was a Mortal Kombat game, yeah. but with wrestlers, right? But they did it really well. It was like ridiculous. It, it was, was just like over the top. Was, yeah. was the studio, and they really, really nailed it. Yep. Uh, remember the last one? You really put time in before realizing you may be too old for this. Um, well, I still play them. I have like Mame, and I play these old arcade mm. wrestling games. Matt Mania is another good one. You ever play Champion Wrestler? Yes, that I think was we my talk- all-time favorite one. That was the first game where you could beat the shit out of a manager. Uh-huh. You could take the manager and bring him in the mm. ring. Use weapons. Throw him yep. You as you won more, your outfit changed. You get yeah. like more elaborate. It was the best. The, in the, our, the movie theater, the old movie theater in our old neighborhood, uh, Kings Highway. I That's remember. Where That's they where had I played it. it. I'd specifically just make up an excuse to go to the theater and not watch the movie and just spend two hours playing that game it's fantastic and eggers ends that 3d is into fighters i'd love to have the opportunity to play him in some saturday night slam masters on snes oh i love saturday night. that that wasn't really like a fighting you know that was a wrestling game saturday mm-hmm. night my well, favorite fighting game of all time is street fighter alpha 3 nice well let's play uh, love the way you lie yeah. we have our guests coming into the studio so we're, we're gonna get them on the air uh but we're gonna take a moment okay. and uh we're gonna have rivers of nile in the stewed. 
She was just 15, looks like you would make up an address Okay, that's mean, my bad I was high on mescaline and speed Maybe I should not have slapped you with my cock and MSG Maybe that's what happens when a California meets an Iranian All I know is when I super you It feels amazing, come on Hulk, don't wanna fight But the let's stop Why you wanna beat me in the face and do a leg drop Choke me till my breath stop, wind up in a cell block Listen to me rambling, I'm as coked up as X-Pac Next time, I will make your son cry I apologize even to your ugly Okay, I can't do this. I am not sorry. Ogan, you're a punk. If you ever try to fuck with me again, I can break his fucking back. Break his back, make him humble, and then fuck his ass. Just gonna You fucking suck. I'm not gonna talk anymore, I'm down now.
This is Chuck Landington. This is Chuck Landington. Recess at the concentration camp. A big sloppy bunch of Jews, BSing about nothing important, and waiting to die. Get ready, the Masa. A Metal Injection live cast returns now. All right, we're back on the air. Well, we've been on. The music is on the air, too. That's not a proper phrase. But we have Rivers of Nile here with us. Hello. And uh, the, entire, the entire band is here. Lots of uh, Yodel. lots of nihilists right now. <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. But on mic right now, we have Jake and we have Adam. Or do you prefer Biggs? Yeah. Okay, I don't. We're not here. 
on that. But his close friends call him Biggs. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, hello. Yeah. See, once I refer to you properly, then the mic works. Mike yeah, suddenly- see, yeah. <laughs> so, everything yeah. else is rejected. Now, uh, you guys have an album coming out, but you're being very secretive about it. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess that can be that can you can say that. <laughs> I just did say it. You did. We can expose yeah. that secret. Uh. I love that a, a band is doing like a press tour, but they're not really mentioning their album. It's a very unique way of doing press. I like it. We've been talking about it a little bit today here and there, you know. Yeah. Well, what what questions. can you talk about? What 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 is on what is on the record here? Uh, a, a lot of songs, a couple songs here and there. It's, it's electric, <laughs> there's electric guitars. A lot, a lot of uh, uh, new beginnings for Rivers. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, oh, oh of, yeah, a lot of new yeah, new sounds that we haven't done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, you're finally introducing a little calypso into mm-hmm. the, into yeah. the music. <laughs> Now, would you be willing? We had a suggestion in our chat that the first caller gets to name the album. Would you be into that, or that's that's off the table? <laughs> uh, we we did it. We do have an album, a, a name, but we'll, we'll you know. But you would consider, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll take, we'll take something idea. into consideration. Yeah. Well, sure. if you yeah. would like to call and offer an album title to Rivers of Nile, the number to dial. <laughs> Is 213-943-3688. An easy way to remember it is 213 wide nut. Wide nut. This could get ugly. Happy happy coincidence. <laughs> that is the number. And we we were allowed by your label to play a little preview of the of the new album, which we'll be playing in a bit. Where did you guys work on the album? Did you guys do it uh, at home or did you go a little a little mix of uh we'll mix of both. Yeah, yeah. Brody, Brody. uh our, our our guitar player has a, a pretty decent home setup and uh, creates some pretty massive sounding demos for us. Along with um, he does the final tracks for the guitars and bass in his home studio. We had some supplemental instrumentation done with some friends of ours, um, some horns and things like that. Mm-hmm. Horns, then, horns, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> yeah. not metal horns, like. The musical instrument, like because like, metal horns, I, they well, don't really translate an audio. I think that they're made of metal. But <laughs> oh, fair, oh, yeah. fair point. Uh, and then uh, we took took what we did, and we took it over to Atrium Audio in Lancaster with uh, our good buddies Carson and Grant, who you might know from doing August Burns Red mm-hmm. and like a host of other things. Mm-hmm. Black Dolly Murder. Black Dolly. Well, Black Dolly. I'm sorry, yeah. Black Rat and shit. <laughs> Black Dolly Murder. And uh, yeah, and then. We did vocals and drums there and mixed the record. Had an awesome time doing it. And now you're out promoting. How many interviews did you guys have today? Because you're, you're doing a little press tour today. Like yeah. number four? There's a, yeah, it's like four-ish. Like we're number four. Yeah. We're on a roll, man. Well, this is more of like a hang, though. This is not so much uh, yeah. of an interview. More like a hangout. Snacks. It's very kind informal. Sit yeah. and talk. Mm-hmm. I wish more interviews had snacks. <laughs> it feels like a yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's where we were. You're on the Metal Injection Live. What are these? Right. What are these scumbags? They don't bring out any pretzels or anything. What's up with that? That's <laughs> the least they can do. Dipsy doodles. Yeah. Yeah, beer. There, there were no dipsy doodles earlier today. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Unreal. Get your shit. Unbelievable. <laughs> now, we try to be as professional as possible just, while yeah. cramming snacks into our faces. <laughs> yeah, I got bugles and everything. Oh, do we have bugles? Do we? I thought there were bugles in that. Uh, no, dude. If there, you'd know right. if there were bugles. Let me <laughs> retract my statement. No they would be on Sid's fingers, and you'd yeah, be eating them like, right now. I don't want to be—I don't want to be a bugle Indian giver. There may not yeah. be bugles. I, I apologize. Bugles are gone. 
<laughs> Do you guys have a go-to snack when, when you're in the studio? Is there a go-to? Is there something that doesn't provide a lot of crunch so it doesn't get on the mic? You know, because we have that problem with chips. No, you yeah. we with the royal we I, myself. I, I don't do a lot of crunch, but I suck on a lot of Ricola. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Ricola, if, if we were on like a steady diet of cough drops and burritos. Burritos, yes. Burritos. There's a pretty slamming burrito place so, down the street. So, how was the bathroom in that studio? Oh. Uh, Obliterated by the end of it, right? Uh, every time. Every time. <laughs> every time we do a record anywhere. I'm always scared that someone's going to kick that door down. I'm in there doing my thing. But, mm-hmm. haven't happened yet. Has that ever happened on the road where you're just... Oh. Every time, every time we hit the road, every it, time, at least happens once. Like where you're in a public stall and someone's like, "Oh, no one's in here," and yeah. they just like kick the door in, you know. And I'm just here taking a crap. I like. I really <laughs> feel for bands because when I go to the bathroom, that's like my me time, you know. And I feel like when you're in a band and you're touring. I guess like if you get to the venue early enough, then you can kind of do it. But there's no. never really that. <laughs> if, if if you get to the venue early enough, you can sneak into the to the ladies' room. Before I was just gonna say that. yeah. that's the trick. That yeah. is the trick. But it's still like very not glamorous. You, you're just your standards of me time just drop dramatically <laughs> yeah. the longer you're on tour. Yeah. I, I, t- I totally have like a rule of thumb policy where if I have to go to the bathroom before the show starts, I do it right before the show starts, and oh, I hold yeah, it. It's a mad rush for the, for the toilet. Okay, before doors. so I was listening to Howard Stern and he was talking about how he went to see uh, the Bruce Springsteen play and he could not, like he really had to go to the bathroom but he just couldn't go because he felt like he would get recognized. So if you go to the bathroom, well I guess you have the bathroom backstage but like if you Sometimes. don't have a bathroom backstage, if it's a smaller venue, you know, like how do you feel about walking in there and getting stopped by fans? Especially, yeah, they're there to see you. Yeah. Do you get like, a, like uh, nervousness? Honestly, it's not the first thing on my mind. The first <laughs> thing on my mind is to get that shit out of my body. <laughs> Quite literally. But usually if I see someone and, and I can tell they recognize me or something like that, I just give them the... Like that, I, 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 I give them the nod of acknowledgement that they they see me, but I'm about to go poop. So yeah, like, yeah. he's in a hurry. <laughs> so if they push past that and they want to do like a shit selfie with you or yeah. something, oh. if they do, I'll ask them to come join me and hand me toilet paper. Oh no, yeah, like have you ever <laughs> been in the stall? Make yourself useful. Have you been yeah. in the stall and then the person that recognizes is like, hey man, I love your band. <laughs> I just want to let you know I have a band, and would you want to like slide my, my next yeah. demo? <laughs> Maybe we could play some shows together. It hasn't happened yet, but I hope it does now. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, the thing. If you're ent- enterprising, you bring a boombox with you and you slide. The, you just hit play and slide it right in. Yeah, What's he right? kidding? Slide it, play it through the door. Yeah. It's fine too. Uh, this is great marketing advice yeah, for I can only hope. But we're, we have another way for you to promote your unsigned band, which is we're going to be playing Thrash It or Trash It with Rivers of Nile, where we're going to be judging bands live on the air. Want your expert opinions? Yeah, we'll be doing that momentarily, and if you give us a call. At 213-943-3688, you will get priority priority in having your band played. Must be an unsigned band, remember. Yes, unsigned band. We don't want to... We don't need to be playing leprosy by death, okay? We don't need to be judging that. The the word is out on it. It's good. (laughs) It's good. Everyone likes it. Bring it on. Uh, We're going to do that in a bit. Do you guys have some touring lined up? Are you guys going to be busy this next year? Um... Yeah, I mean, we've got some got some pretty pretty positive news today about some stuff going on, but mm-hmm. I don't think we can't can, talk I, about. We can't, it. We can't talk about it. It's so it, secret. This uh, is the most secretive uh, band <laughs> in heavy metal. I love we're, that gimmick. It's, it's a great gimmick. I, I, I like this this, this this form of marketing by not marketing. You make people want it. You yeah. Yeah. really yeah. want yeah. it. Stuff's gonna you gotta happen. you gotta work. You not gotta the, dig to find you gotta what, follow, what it is we're yeah. doing. 
you got to drop clues. Let's pull a Tom DeLonge on you, but we can't talk about anything we want to talk about. Yeah. I mean, we could just talk about pooping the whole time. It's no big deal. It's a a robust subject. It is. But uh, it'll be on Metal Blade Records, the new album, right? Yes. No Can you what. confirm that, Elite? Can you tell us that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're yes. hoping. Yes. I see. Now, you've, you guys have been in New York. Have you guys done anything other than do interviews in New York? Or? Today? Yeah. We, no. we stopped and got... No, that's a lie, because we stopped and got food. Oh, yeah? And uh, it was awesome. We went to... What was it? Taco? Taco shop? Taco... What was it called? It was Taco uh, Dumbo. Taco oh. Dumbo. I wish... I it, Dumbo. Were you in Dumbo, the area? Is yeah, I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Oh, nice. It was, uh, it was it was it was a pleasurable break. Yeah, and a good bite. Like mm-hmm. a nice upscale taco place, or uh, yeah, pretty decently. Yeah, cool. uh, it was upscale on my body. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be downscale shortly. I feel like it's kind of hard to ruin a taco. Like even if it's yeah. a bad taco, it's a it's fucking just, good taco. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, yeah. I have had some very taco. very scary tacos though. <laughs> well, sure. the aftermath is. But no, like, no, no, I don't even mean that. Really? I mean bad tacos, like awful tacos. But you ate it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I I went. To, it was actually uh, when we were doing the show where you used to live. Uh-huh. A few years ago, there was a taco truck right outside your house, and that shit tasted like paper. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Awful. Went right through my body and just ran to the toilet. Almost completely undigested in the same form that it went in. If only you remembered the specific episode, people could go back and listen to see if you showed any signs of bowel discomfort. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, but I think, it, I, unfortunately, I think it was after the show. Oh. Sorry, guys. But you could still check. Yeah. Uh, can I get that breaking news music? Sure. Because I just got, <laughs> I just got some information from some very important people oh. that we are allowed to inform oh, the world <laughs> on what the the new album title will be. Yeah. But right. I mean, I think we should really let our guests choose that. Yeah, choose like, what? I'd like to hear some guesses from people. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 oh, some guesses <laughs> on what guess the album title. Not guessing. But, but, let's know. let's ask some guesses. With some guests <laughs> first. Some guesses. Yeah. See, see, see what happens. That's fair. That's fair. Well, well, I can say that the album is out <laughs> March 16th. Oh, okay. On Metal Blade Records. It's confirmed. Breaking news. March 16th is a good we, we go to our senior White House correspondent, Jim Acosta, who has nothing to add. <laughs> well, to this particular topic. He's not really up on the rivers of Nile. So is Jim Acosta here? I got nothing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, also, you know, uh, we're going to play a little preview of a track. Yeah. Because uh, we got that cleared. Are we playing a full track or a preview? No, of a, a preview track? of a track. Okay. You can't play the full track. You'll hear the full track next month. Okay. So exciting. But uh, <laughs> the, the track is called, it's a very long track. It's a six and a half minute song. There's a, a bunch, silent, bunch of those on the record. That's not even the longest track. It's great. Eight, eight and a half minutes is the longest track. What's that? Eight, uh, yeah, okay. The longest track is eight and a half minutes. I yeah, feel like you yeah. should know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, <laughs> sorry, I was distracted. You were whispering, Rob. I mean, oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, it's my own fault. Well, let's hear. Let's hear this. Let's thrash your track. Okay, that was it. <laughs> wow. Trash it. Well, that's yeah, pretty good. It's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. I mean, originally, that's what Thrash It or Trash It was. Like, we were only supposed to play, like, 20 seconds of a song. Mm-hmm. But we, now we kind of, like, extended yeah, it. Yeah, we started out by by saying we just want to get a flavor, like, a knee-jerk reaction to it. But some of these ha- songs had, like, that a we play. Intro. They have, like, yeah. a, an hour and 20-minute intros, you know. <laughs> so we'd have to, like, skip around. And we need to hear, thing. like, everything. Right. 
So we've raised it to a minute. Well, let's hear a little more of this. Full signal to that was very heavy. But that's holy, that's a, it's holy heaviness. You sound very angry. Very angry. <laughs> Great production too. You yeah. really, really hear that that bass line, that funky bass. Yeah, yeah, it kind of <laughs> came out pretty nice, I think. I like when yeah, I'm listening to music and I can hear like every like um, layer of instruments, where it's not like just that's kind a, of squashed together, and I could just kind of hear. Yeah, I think I think we're kind of a, a band that like when we, especially when we're in the studio, it's a big focus to make sure everybody has spotlight yeah, that somewhere was, that was here the, and here and there, and then it's not just like one particular member or instrument just kind of running the show. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it's important. It's just everybody gets across the board gets gets a message that gets to be heard. Yeah, that was, that was definitely a clear focus, I think, on this record. There's a lot going on musically. Yeah, there's you know, a lot. All over the place. So we want everybody to hear every little thing that's out there. Is there are there is there singing on the album? Definitely. Yeah, yeah there's, there's some singing definitely on the is. album. This, it's not, I, will, I will be honest, you know, uh, mm-hmm. completely unbiased, you know, even though it's our, our record. But uh, I think there's a great balance. I don't think it's an excess by, by any means. So there's like a big radio hit? Big radio hit? Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there an extra Sandman on his own? <laughs> not, not, not really. Yeah. yeah, there's just, I don't know, like we avoided the, uh, the issue of like doing like a clean song chorus repeat thing. Yeah. And, and we just kind of, it just lands where it needs to, I think. Absolutely. So how did you like... Uh, I mean, why did you use horns on on this? Or like, uh, can you tell us a little bit well, about like the horn player? It started uh, with a, a friend of a friend of ours that uh, Brody had, you know, done some recording work with his band. Um, a friend of ours named Zach Strauss. Uh, mm-hmm. He's an amazing saxophone player mm-hmm. and uh, nice. saxophonist, and he he contributed a good a good handful of, of segments on the record. Like he's a, he's a, he's all over the thing. I have another guy named Sean Carter, uh, another friend of a friend type of guy who played some trumpet on the record as well. Um, they just had, you know, access to these really talented dudes who, you know, were were fans of what we were doing and wanted to be involved. So, all oh, within arm's reach. Yeah, so we didn't we didn't want to tell them no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually uh, have a sample of the sax solo uh, right over here. <laughs> <laughs> wow! That's yeah. awesome. It's that's him. It's pretty lit. Pretty legit. 
You really got a talented player here. Yeah. I mean, it, like, uh, like horns are like a really good melodic instrument that I think is not like used enough. So I just always find it really like charming mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. metal bands know how to like incorporate it in their music. Like it's happening more and more lately. I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, it's it's I like, it. It, I, like we were aware that it's like we're not the first band to do it, mm-hmm. but it, but as long as it's tasteful, is it yeah. tasteful? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what it's all about, mostly it's the tastefulness of the <laughs> album. Like I it's just the quality of the, this guy's performance is is to a level where like I I don't care how many other bands have done it. It's just yeah. it's just awesome. So I wasn't about to like be like, no, you can't play this sweet saxophone solo on our record. <laughs> you know. Cool. Are you, are you gonna bring a sax player on tour so you could do the songs? Uh, Live as intended. Uh, Got to pay that guy. Get out! That's <laughs> money out of their pockets. Maybe, Sorry. Maybe you could like guitar tech too. Like two jobs. Sell merch. Why would a, a talented saxophonist want to waste his time? The country. How often do saxophonists get yeah, to tour the country? They barely get work. <laughs> well, it's it's mostly in like a specific location. Yeah. Are you arguing for the saxophonist? Sure, why not? He could argue his own battles. <laughs> He's not here. Somebody's got. What does that tell you? I don't know. (laughs) It proves my point that they don't travel that much. They'd like to. Thank you. It it would be cool to bring him out, but I think I I feel like if 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 he were to to stand in a live performance with us, it would be more of like a seed release local at home kind of kind of kind of ordeal. I'd like to do like a a, at least at some point do a a like big full orchestration version of some of these songs Mm -hmm. in a live setting at some point. But I, as far as touring goes, I don't think I don't think our uh, our business is quite that mm-hmm. <laughs> that ready for that that big of a burden. Maybe you could just like bring a saxophone and then just ask if anybody in the audience. Knows <laughs> how to play. And if they do, then you play that song. If not, you wait till just the next get, a, just get everybody involved. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. you're a very crowdsourced band. You're gonna let the crowd yeah. name your album. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> play we don't know what we're doing. Our everybody, crowd. do it for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just call the Boston Pops. See what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, on stage with them. Yeah. Well, um, we should give out the phone number in case anybody wants to call in. That's right, because it's almost time for everybody's favorite game show. It's called Thrash It or Trash It. And if you want to be a part of it, all you got to do is dial 213-943-3688. Thrash It or Trash It. Thrash It or Trash It. Thrash It or Trash It. No, no, say it sexily. Thrash it or trash it. Thrash it or trash it. <laughs> All right. Our uh, high quality production. Yeah. <laughs> so the game is simple. You know, we listen to about a minute, minute and a half of a song. I'm going to fade it down. And then we decide, we each decide if we thrash the song, which obviously means we like it, or if we trash the song, which means we do not like it. Can I give like five or ten seconds worth of uh, elaboration why you think it sucks or is awesome? Yeah. Constructive and, criticism. Okay. And uh, no, if it's have a, to be the game is a little harder now because if you get a unanimous thrash, the person submitting the track wins a, wins a prize. And we'll figure that out later. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> but it's usually good. Pretty good prizes we have. On so show. we'll kick it off with uh, Donish submitting a band named Hive. H-I-V-E? Yes. Let's hear it. Industrial shit. First nine inch nails album. Yeah. No, it's almost like the wire's not plugged in all the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, what? Plugged in now. Oh, I didn't expect that. Transitioning into yeah. the breakdown part. I was getting ready to mosh. Yeah. All right, so that's Hive. That was a blue balls mosh. There. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was getting ready to pick up coins from the floor. They pulled you know the rug out from under our mosh. I know that's what they were setting up. But all right, Jake, what do you think? Do you thrash it yeah. or trash it? Oh man, uh, if it's a white, if it's a black and white answer. Yes. Um, there's also a mild thrash. I will say I will say that it mildly thrash. It's not necessarily my no. cup of tea, but I'll say for what I heard, it didn't sound bad. It's okay. it's not it's not my first go to kind of listen listening uh music, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't I don't think it was bad for what it was. Fair enough. That's fair. That's, so, uh, that's definitely a mild thrash. Oh. A nuanced thrash. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? The phone company cut us off because he liked it? What is that? <laughs> I thought you played that as the sound. I that did thrash. not come from me, in whatsoever. Oh, <laughs> it was perfectly timed. Not at oh, all. Like in no. the song. I'm not exactly sure. Was <laughs> <laughs> it a part of the song? <laughs> oh, maybe it was. We had that same thing happen last week. That yeah. tone. So mm. maybe it's. Oh really? Weird. Yeah. I think maybe it's uh, our. Oh, I see service. what it is. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Very professional. Biggs, what did you yeah. think? Uh, I, <laughs> like I was, I was really enticed by that intro, and then it, and then it. Turned into something I've heard a million times yes. before. Mm-hmm. So I gotta, I gotta give it a, a trash. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> hey, honesty is yeah. good. It's always I can't, good. I can't lie about this kind of stuff. I was a little scared to do this, but that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, all right. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but <laughs> anyone, we're trash it. These are all unsigned bands, <laughs> yeah, so, so they, they're they benefiting from the experience yeah. of real musicians. Great production, though. Whoever, whoever you uh, you went to for that. Keep going. Excellent, around. excellent yeah, production. It sounded, sounded real good. Mm-hmm. Sid. Certain elements in both the vocals and the music very slightly reminded me of the band Coalesce, who I like a lot. So just for that that thought process in my head, I will give it a very mild thrash. Mm-hmm. It was not nearly as good as Coalesce, but just for reminding me that Coalesce existed, I'll give them props. Okay. Okay. I'll accept Fair that. Fair enough. No. Nah. Um. Well, I think my favorite part of that experience was the joke that I made in the beginning (laughs) (laughs) about the wire not being plugged all the way in. So you are the best part of this song. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) So you're you're welcome to take that joke and to paste it over the beginning Mm, okay, and Mm. to use it to elevate that song. Um, Yeah, it just didn't really, like, I, I, I felt like it didn't really go anywhere. And then when... Like all of us had that reaction where we thought it like something was going to open up in that song and then it just didn't. So I'm going to have to give it a trash. Uh, yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to trash it. Yeah, and I also want to agree with what you both said. It's number one. It's very, very derivative. It's like something you've heard a hundred thousand times. 
Uh, the production is very good. I will give them slight points for that. But uh, I was really intrigued to hear whatever the fuck they were doing with that power drill in the beginning yeah, and the screwdriver yeah. banging yeah, that fucking Yeah, I thought they t- were going to really ride that, but I they thought, did Yeah, they completely vanished from the song, and it became, you know, just boilerplate. The They're shit. trying to trick mm-hmm. a bitch. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, oh, we're progressive. Boop. That's that's true. They pulled the rug out from under us twice, and that in like a minute part. This I'm gonna also the drive by of deathcore. I yeah. trash it. So that's four, two, and four, two. Let's see, I'm gonna scan uh, to like closer to the end. Let's see if anything changes. All right, I'm still not changing my vote, but let's hear it. No. Same. He's a little more riffy. That's kind of yeah. cool. Better riff. Yeah. Maybe like get to that part quicker. Yeah, that's true. Make your intro a little shorter. <laughs> or make the very beginning of the intro longer and the do experiment with that. that was cut the first cut leave the first 20 seconds. Cut the next one and a half minutes and you're good. <laughs> okay. There you go. Hi if everybody. All right. Then Dudorino uh he submitted a band named Bog Wraith. Bog Wraith. Bog Wraith. Bog, not bong rip, but bong, <laughs> bog rate. B o g w r a i t h is mm-hmm. that be? a swamp ghost. Yeah, basically. Oh. Be doomy. What do you think? Oh. That part. <laughs> okay, so we should start with Biggs this time. Yeah. Right? Oh me. Go. Oh shit. Um. <laughs> ooh. I, <laughs> that says it all. I don't. I don't. I don't hate. I don't hate it. It sounds. It just sounds a little inexperienced. Don't give up. My mild. Uh, mild trash. Okay. Yeah. All right. The only part I liked was when the vocals all of a sudden turned into Darren's Phil Anselmo impression. That was sort of cool. But the rest of it didn't really move me, so I'll, yeah, mild, mild trash. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Could you do your thrasher th- no. trash? As well as the- okay, fine. It hurts my throat too much. Okay. No. Uh, well, I will have to politely disagree with Biggs and Sid. I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was um, pretty dynamic and just like, I mean, it's not like a band that I would listen to every day, but I think uh, it's just kind of like fun, easy listening. Mm, I guess. Oh, I don't know. It is pretty easy to follow the, the main riff. It's a. It kind of yeah. reminds me of like Deathcore Cradle of Filth. Yeah, yeah, that like <laughs> I got. I was like a little bit reminded. It's like Demoob slash Cradle of. Filth. Yeah, the vocalist thinks he's in like a symphonic black metal band. Right, <laughs> right, but or right, like it has like elements of like black metal, but just like recorded in like a nice, a nice studio or something in a deathcore way. Yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> if I'm comparing it to the other one, if I'm comparing it to the other one, it's better. I like it better. It's not 
objectively better. I just think we're not, we're not dislike it less. It. <laughs> yeah. So I will give it a mild thrash. I am so far off the map from. I just this was unlistenable for me. Really? <laughs> yeah. I just all it's all over the map, like you said. You thought about it was a good thing. I thought it just ruined it. It was just yeah. like uh, it's like seven different things crammed together, and I don't like any of them. Yeah. Uh, just uh, I, I wish I had never heard this. I want that minute of my life. <laughs> wow. I trash it. Now you go to Jake. Uh, you know, I hear I hear a lot of young potential. Uh, I, you know, when, I, when we listen to that track, I I heard our you know our younger selves and bands that we played around when we were younger. So I'm definitely not going to discourage that band by any means. But um, I I it's definitely not my go-to listen cup of tea right now. That doesn't mean I think it's bad, but they're definitely young and they're, plot, they're plot, growing. Don't give up. That's for sure. Plot twist: They're like 50. Yeah. I was about yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trash it or thrash it? Trash. That's very constructive criticism. Uh, You're a lot nicer than me. Uh, Eckers in the (laughs) chat says, listening to this live, sounds like if Cradle of Filth was the first band to ever attempt streaming like like 2001. (laughs) 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 I think that's a pretty accurate critique. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then Eggers also submits a band, which I think we should play, because that was a pretty good... Yeah, he's a good burn. so much to this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rabies Cast is the band. <laughs> wow. Not, I like it already. Name, I like yeah. it already. It's the alternate name of our Win. show. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Hemophilia hmm. is the song. Okay. Sounds like a pleasant topic. first i'm kind of digging it yeah the sound it it doesn't it's not deathcore so that's immediate points like that's points nowadays it's originality (laughs) uh i like it it kind of reminds me of like melvin's or like dirty crusty stuff like that so uh, i'm gonna give it a a good good old hearty thrash yeah i agree with you i was really digging this i like the rip i will say i have one complaint about this and that is the fucking lars ulrich saint anger yeah you know you're right uh, which is it sounds it, even worse than it sounds like he's banging on tupperware but the thing is if you take that away he is a good drummer like That's, there's good groove, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, agreed. Did agreed. something with the sound, but there's a good drummer in there, right? Everything about this, every aspect of it, displays uh, like talent. Yeah, uh, and the production is good for what it is. Like they're trying to do that fuzzy, mm-hmm. like uh, garbled kind of sound, and the effect on the voice, same thing. So I really like this. I thrash it. Okay. Okay. 
I, I will definitely give it a thrash. Uh, I, like, moments into listening to the first couple seconds of the track, I was already bobbing my head, so it has a, a, a groove that I'm musically connected to, so that has, has my vote. There it is. Yeah, man, like, uh, we were all bobbing our heads. Yeah, it yep. is. It's pretty sick. Uh, nice, thick, meaty groove, meaty bass sound, so that's, like, an automatic thrash for me. It doesn't, it doesn't pretend it's smarter than it is, and it doesn't need to be. It's a great riff. Everything's go, everything comes together, yeah. Thrash. Yes, the groove was fantastic, and the vocal style sort of reminded me of the singer of Ink and Dagger, who I was a big fan of, so thrash, yeah, definitely. No. All uh, up to you. I'm just going to basically say what everybody else did. It's like very groovy. I like the guitar sound on it. I guess the only... well. At first, my complaint was that I feel like the vocals are kind of too drowned in there. Like, I would like them to stand out a little bit more, but it just kind of all fits, so I thrash it. Wow, is that a six for six, Rob? Yeah! Eggers, you... Somehow, you've done it now. Yeah. Nice. And you win. you got to email us and we'll... Send you a signed Opeth poster. And that means, oh, oh, is that what it is? I was going to say, what it is. What the prize is. That's what it is. Say the name of the band again. Rabies Cast? Opeth. Opeth. Cast. Oh, I thought you (laughs) Cast with an E at the end. Yeah. Find them on Bandcamp. Oh, Cast, like the Indian Cast. Oh, okay. That makes way more sense. I like a a cast on your arm. (laughs) Maybe like a raccoon. With with rabies. (laughs) Rabies Cast, C A S T E. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right, we got one more. And it is our listener, Lovely. And uh, Lovely has a cover of Hammer by Death Clock. So it's a cover. This is a cover. Because hmm. we're judging cover. Starting, and what's the starting stand? in a deficit? Death Clock. Oh, I thought you meant a cover of a Death Clock. Song. Yeah. So what's by the Lovely? Oh, okay. Lovely it's did lovely. this. Lovely. I was born from liquid hatred and it's a skill to not my arms are called a rice of yellow fame. I am your nightmare and it's not too real. I am the hammer. I'll bring you down. Down. So vile. I am the joy. My blast. I am the hangman. Alright, we're gonna start with Jake. Because he's the vocalist here. Uh, this is a really confusing moment in my life because <laughs> <laughs> this is like another. This is like a, a, another the room scenario where it could be so bad that it might be good. <laughs> um, oh, man, oh, I feel like I'd have to hear more to know. But like in, in all seriousness, like you needed more of that. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Uh, actually, I'm good. I, yeah, I, I'm gonna trash it. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I hope whoever made this had fun doing it. Absolutely. Because <laughs> that's the last time it's going to inspire any kind of joy. <laughs> so I, I told you I could be real mean about that's this. That's all right. Hey, you're hey, being honest. Hey, <laughs> you're giving your professional opinion. No I'm one so, can dispute no. that. Oh, shit, now I feel bad. No. But, no, uh, no. Come on. Uh, yeah, you know you know what I'm doing with this one. Okay. <laughs> you're going to try the only part that we're judging is the vocals, right? Everything yeah. else is like the <laughs> oh, well, the music uh, was—it's a cover as well. Oh, I thought it was by, by somebody else. Oh, for a track. But that's not what we're judging. 
or do we get to give that? Sure, yeah. So that sounded fine. The music sounded fine. The vocals. Oh, I almost want to thrash it just for the bravery of submitting this for (laughs) public discussion. Uh But we don't give uh, participation trophies here, so I'm going to have to trash Mm -hmm. it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Sorry, Noah. Okay, so the part that kind of sucks is that I was able to see Rob's screen and there's like a video that goes along with it. It's just like a YouTube video, which I think in that way it works because Lovely is definitely having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think maybe like the vocals just need to be polished more. Like there needs to be more like learning of how, which I'm sure Jake could probably agree with, like learning yeah. how to use the diaphragm and just like opening it up it's a very, bit. It's very thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's uh, maybe he's intentionally going that way. Not not to jump into your no, your please. opinion. You're the expert. But yeah, I, I've noticed that myself to comment on vocals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just, I mean, just keep on doing it. But for now, I will have to trash. Okay. Fair enough. Try better. It definitely sounded like a very Edward Singer. Like, <laughs> it sounded like it hurt. It does sound like it hurt. But I'm going to trash it. Yeah, I'm going to trash it. I also, I'm sorry to do this because you are a good caller and a good member of our audience. Uh, but it doesn't. Like, to me, when you do a cover, it should add your own personality mm, to that's it. That's a good point, too. Uh, like, take the song, make it into your own. And, and I feel this is just like redoing the song with your own vocals in the exact same way. And the vote, like, all you guys covered it. I don't have anything to add, but, I mean, the vocals just don't add anything to the song. So Lovely says it's a fair judgment. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Could I make a su- quick suggestion? Mm-hmm. I feel bad that all this negative... Spotlight is on Lovely right now. So could we just play Leroy's song that he wrote oh, for yeah. his <laughs> life? Just so a different listener takes some heat and not just Lovely? Unfortunately, it? I don't have oh, that. Oh, God damn. Uh, well. But Rob has it. I, know no. I, don't, I don't have it. God God I can probably dig it up. Somewhere. Well, I was wondering if Rivers of Nile has like cover songs that you guys like to go over. Like If you ever get together and jam, is there anything you like to play? Any bands? Uh, no. No, there's songs we've talked about covering or potentially want to cover, but we we've never actually pursued that. Yeah, that, I mean, like we've route. messed around with like a couple, like just just so, like just for a few seconds, we'll mess around with like a you know a decapitated song or a or a Black Dahlia song. Just oh, have cool. have a couple yucks and then move on. Usually, a pretty limited time to practice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we're winding the show down. One thing I want to mention is something we talked about before you guys came on was somebody challenged me to a shrimp eating competition. Oh. <laughs> uh, and El Duderino pointed out to me, he sent me a private message, oh. and he said that there is a Bubba Gump shrimp oh, no. company five minutes away from the Anaheim Convention Center. Mm-hmm. Oh my so if Godstomper is anywhere near Anaheim, I accept your challenge at the Bubba Gump Shrimp Factory. And the loser, uh, well, Dudorino suggests the winner gets a gift card. Loser has to bow to the winner and gets the pick posted on Facebook. Beyond the bow, I think the loser should pay for the meal. I oh, think yeah, that's, for sure. that's the true oh, yeah. Yeah. loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the truth is, sometimes there just aren't enough shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I accept the challenge. The ball is in your court, God stomper. Jeez. You will be crushed. 
That's like a $10,000 shrimp bill. <laughs> right there. Yeah, you fucking mine. <laughs> All right. Well, Rivers of Nile. You don't know me. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for coming in. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having us, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, since we didn't get any suggestions, I will reveal the name of the album. Or do you guys want to reveal it? It's called Where Owls Know My Name. Mm. That's what it's called. I like it. Who? Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. It's out March 16th on Metal Blade Records. Yeah. And we'll be hearing a lot more from you in the coming months. Yeah, very shortly. Including that full song that we played, yeah, The Silent guess. Life, mm-hmm. coming out next month. Yeah. Very exciting. Cool, guys. Well, we are going to let you go, and we're going to end the show because we are done. Thank you, as always, for listening. And please remember to leave a review on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. It helps us. And uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Well, we're on Twitter, too. My voice is going. Yeah. Twitter.com <laughs> slash MILivecast. Rivers of Nile. You guys are on social media. You're yep. Rivers of Nile. I think, yeah. On all of it. You're pretty, yeah. You got it down solid. Yeah, nobody sh- nobody took that before us. So Make sure you say <laughs> N-I-H-I-L. Yes. And, and audio I- media. N-I-H-I-L. Rivers of Nihil. Yes. Nihil. As it's sometimes called. Yeah. I think yeah. the way. That's just, that's just how you should call it. Okay. Well, thank you to Rivers of Nihil for <laughs> stopping by. <laughs> Metal Injection Livecast will be back. Pick up the new album. Next week. The new album comes out in March. Yeah. So you got oh. plenty of time to Can save up. Can people pre-order it? Not quite yet. Next Not quite month. yet. Next Not month. quite yet. All right. We'll just follow them on social media. Uh, yeah. Keep, get all the info. Keep your uh, peepers peeled. And then use your money to buy it. Yeah. See you next week. Thank you. Bye.